The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Ed Begley, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Maybe you think 13's an unlucky number. But down in Galveston, Texas, there's a happy family that knows 13 is a mighty lucky number. You see, 13 years ago last Friday, four extremely tiny, delicate babies were born to Mr. and Mrs. Badgett of Galveston. So tiny and delicate, the Badgetts wondered if all four would live. Well, you should see Joan, Joyce, Jeanette, and Geraldine now. They're pretty as a picture, happy and healthy as can be. And one big reason is, almost from the day of their birth, they've had the nutritional benefits of pet evaporated milk. Yes, from infancy right on through to teenage, pet milk has helped the Badgett girls grow and develop into sturdy, happy youngsters with good sound teeth, strong, straight bones, and a wonderful feeling of well-being. Well, everyone at Pet Milk is glad and proud to have had some part in making February 1st a very happy 13th birthday for the Badgets. There's an old saying to the effect that he who dances must pay the piper. It fails to mention that he who sits at home and can't dance anyhow must pay the butcher, the baker, and the Wistful Vista gas company. That's what's happening right now at the home of Fibber McGee and Molly. Bills, bills. These dad-ratted monthly bills take all the fun out of living, Molly. If you can call this living. Well, now, don't let it throw you, dearie. Yeah. We're not the only ones with bills to pay. Everybody's in the same boat, you know. Yeah. And the boat always sails in the same direction. Up the creek. <laughs> Why, George, if there's anything I hate to pay for, it's after it's already used up. Well, after all, McGee, our creditors have to live, too, you know. Not on my account, they don't. Here, look at this gas bill. Three dollars and eighty cents. It's down a little. Three eighty for gas. What do they think I'm doing? Inflating blimps for the Navy or something? <laughs> My gosh, you think the... I'll pay it, dearie. Oh, sure. The last hassle you had with the gas company, I cooked in the fireplace for a week. <laughs> Twenty-one meals on my knees is enough to last me for a while. Don't worry, Tootsie, I'll pay it. I know when I'm stuck. <laughs> I got so many knives between my shoulder blades now, I can't get my overcoat buttoned. <laughs> There. Well, that's one ready to go. How many more checks do you have to mail? One more, Tootsie. Good. Here's an envelope. Oh, thanks. As soon as I address this one, I'm... Oh, oh for... now look at that. My pen is dry. Where's the ink, kiddo? I gotta fill my pen. There isn't any ink. You used the last drop two weeks ago. Two? Well, how do you like that? Practically through, and now... Well, if you only have one more envelope to address, do it with a pencil. Oh, no. Not me. I got my pride, kiddo. I'm not going to let the guys that get these checks have the satisfaction of thinking they busted me down so low I can't even afford a bottle of ink. Can you? Well, don't worry. My credit's good. Come on. Back the car out. We're going to Kramer's Drugstore. I'm going to get this done. 
Let's not waste any time shopping here, Molly. I want to get that ink, get home, and get that last check mail. Well, as long as we're down here, McGee, I do need... no time to shop now, Tussie. You know me. When I start something, I like to get it finished. No dilly-dally. Oh, hold it, hold it. I want to weigh myself. Give me a bobby pin, will you? A bobby pin? Your curl's coming down? Come on, come on, give me one. I'll show you how to use that instead of a penny. But, McGee, you shouldn't, I mean... Don't worry, I've been working the scales for years, Tootsie. Now watch this. I just straighten the bobby pin out, step on the scale... But what if Mr. Kramer... You can't see what I'm putting in it. I just stick the end of the bobby pin in the slot and... Gosh, of all the dirty, rotten tricks I ever heard. Like to scare the... Oh, hi, Kramer. Have the scale wire since you were last here, McGee. Doesn't work on bobby pins anymore. Try a penny sometime. <laughs> Anytime I want to get weight, Kramer, I got a scale at home. We're here on business. Yes, we want a bottle of ink, Mr. Kramer. Well, you're in luck today. We're having a penny sale on ink. One bottle for 25 cents, two for 26. We'll take two, Mr. Kramer. Here you are. Hey, the ink looks kind of gummy in one of these bottles, Kramer. The two-bit one. <laughs> Let's just put that one back and I'll just take the penny bottle. Huh? <laughs> you tried that at our last penny sale, McGee, remember? Oh. Oh, was that here? I thought that was the drugstore across the street. <laughs> okay, charge my account. Anything else? Yes. You still fill lighters free, don't you? Well, all right. Here, here's mine. Been dry for a week. <laughs> I've been trying to get down here, but I've been so. Hey there, kids! Hi, daughter! Hi, Johnny! Well, hello, Mr. Old Timer. Well, hi, Old Timer. What are you doing down here? Oh, a little shopping, Johnny. Yeah? Come in to buy some vitamin pills for Papa. Oh, what kind do you get for him? Don't matter, daughter, as long as they're big and round. <laughs> Papa don't take them, he shoots marbles with them. <laughs> My goodness, at his age, he still plays marbles, huh? Best shot in town with a cloudy alley. You spit horseshoes, too. Buddy, give it up. Too strenuous for him, hey? Nope. Papa likes to keep up with the times, Johnny. Yeah? Figured the automobile had replaced the horse, so now he pitches auto tires. <laughs> what does he use for a stake? Lamppost, Johnny. Oh, lamppost. There's one in our corner, and when Papa makes a ringer, the whole neighborhood goes dark. <laughs> <laughs> Must be quite a sight, the old boy flinging automobile tires at lampposts. Yes, sir. Looks very impressive, Johnny. Especially on Sunday. Oh? Weekdays, Papa just wears old clothes and tosses retread. But Sundays, he gets all dressed up and throws nothing but white sidewalls. Well, now, isn't that a little undignified, Mr. Oldtimer? Oh, maybe, daughter, but Papa loves it. Made him some money, too, in a roundabout way. How? Well, it's kind of hard to find tires for pitching, Johnny, so Papa took an ad in the paper. Oh? Says, see me first if you want to get rid of that old spare tire. And what happened? Fifteen fat ladies showed up and Papa opened up a gym class. <laughs> Billy Mills, the orchestra, and always.
kiddo, back to work. When I start something, I finish it. <laughs> Hand me an envelope, and I'll get this last check ready to mail. There's an envelope in the desk drawer there. Wait, hold it. First, I gotta fill my fountain pen. Careful now. Don't get ink on your fingers. No, don't worry about me, Tootsie. Anytime I can't fill a pen without getting ink... Hand me a towel. Use the blotter there. It's all over my fingers. That's what happens when you buy cheap ink from a guy like Kramer's Drugstore. Here. Come in. Well, hello, Mrs. Hi, McGee. Hello, Ollie. Come in. Oh, hi, Ollie. How, how's it going, boy? Well, not so good, McGee. No? I got circles under my eyes all the way down to my whiskers. <laughs> what caused that? Well, I ain't feel so hot at the Elks Club this morning, so I go home and stretch out on the sofa to took a little nap. Oh. oh, did you have a good rest? Oh, fine, until my missus tiptoes in to see if I'm asleep. She leans over me in the dark, her elbow hits the goldfish bowl, and I'm better than the old mill stream and fuller of fish. <laughs> and just for that, I wake up. My <laughs> gosh, no wonder. She dry you off? Oh, sure, and removes the goldfish. Oh? Including one little fella who was swimming up my necktie to spawn. <laughs> Then I go back to sleep, but I guess I smell like fish because our cat comes in next and yumps on my chest. I wake up looking to push right in the push. Sounds like a sort of a catnap. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very funny message. Well, anyway, I holler and my message comes back. She chases him out with a broom. Yeah? She hits the cat once, the floor lamp twice, and me six times. <laughs> the end of your nap. I no, thought. I give it one more try. I smoke a pipe a while to quiet my nerves. Then I knock it out and snooze again. Mm -hmm. This time I'm decked up by a very high hot foot. <laughs> a high hot foot? Used below the hips. <laughs> I sparked for my pipe. It dropped on the sofa. I went to sleep on it and there was oh, such a bonfire burning close to the height of me. <laughs> I don't suppose you went to sleep again. It was too late, McGee. I had burned my britches behind me. <laughs> so now I go down to the air slope. I think I took a little nap in the cold bin. So long. So long. <laughs> Poor Ollie. I hope they have soft coal down there. Now, doggone it, if I can concentrate for a minute, I'll get this envelope addressed. Let's see. Oh, dad, dread that. Now what? Ah, that cheap ink of Kramer's. Leaked all over the envelope. Oh, dear. Give me another one. That's the last envelope in the house. What? Oh, if this isn't the most exasperating. By George, this thing ain't gonna lick me. Back the car out, Molly. Back to Kramer's drugstore. Here's a break. Room to park right in front of the drugstore, Molly. Good. He's the car in there. Yeah. Hey, mister, watch out. <laughs> Missed him, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh, he stepped off the curb right in front of us. Maybe he's been figuring his income tax and done that on purpose. <laughs> you better watch where you're going there, bud. You almost... Oh, hey, it's you, Junior. Hi, pal. Hello, Molly. Well, hello, Hilo. Oh, thanks for the fast stop. Didn't you see us coming, Mr. Wilcox? I'm afraid not, Molly. I'm in a kind of a daze, kids. Look, you know that big quiz show on WVIS? The one with all the loot? Yes, yeah, why? Yeah. Well, I was over there this afternoon. Yeah. They called me up on the stage, and I won the jackpot prize. Oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, boy, you must have won enough stuff to fill a whole... You should have seen the stuff they had on that stage, pal. Yeah. First prize was three mink coats, boy. six convertibles, 
a yacht, and I don't know what all. Heavenly days, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. What are you going to do with all of it, Mr. Wilcox? My mink size is 14. If oh, you can't uh, know. Molly, uh, I didn't take any of that junk. I like yellow convertibles if you can... Yeah? You didn't take it? No, no. You see, as first prize winner, I had a choice, pal. So I took the other prize. The other prize? Great big, beautiful cherry cream pie. <laughs> Made with pet evaporated milk. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to hear the first little trickle. <laughs> ah, what a fabulous prize. That delicious, smooth custard made so rich and creamy with pet evaporated milk. Oh, yes. Ah, yeah. It's pet that makes <laughs> a difference. Pet milk that gives it that delightful, creamy smoothness that tops everything taste. I know it's wonderful, Mr. Wilcox, but, well, six convertibles in a yacht and three mink coats after all. Well, Molly, look, let's be practical. I've got a car. Yachts make me seasick. And, uh... Well, I look awful in mink. <laughs> but a cherry cream pie made with pet milk? Oh, oh, oh I'm no fool. Hmm. That's one man's opinion. <laughs> Picture me tearing into that beautiful meringue topping. Ah, oh, boy, I'd like to have saw that. Slicing through that creamy filling, tasting that fabulous pet milk richness. <laughs> boy, I'm killing me. You're killing me too, Junior. <laughs> hey, let me sit down here beside your car and dream about it some more. What a pie. What a flavor. What a thrill. What a knucklehead. Well, <laughs> oh, come on, Molly. Let's get in the drugstore. <laughs> oh, hi, Kramer. We're back. McGee, I told you before there'd be no refund on that bottle of ink. It's not my policy to We've take back We've come to any. buy some envelopes, Mr. Kramer. Oh, I beg your pardon. Now, I don't care about the weave or the gloss or the finish. I just want plain envelopes. Manila? I don't care about the flavor either. <laughs> All I want is just some plain... White envelopes, Mr. Kramer. Regular size. How about these? Fifteen cents a package. How much for one? One? One envelope? That's all I need. I'm just mailing... Oh, live it up, dearie. <laughs> Buy the whole package. He will if he wants any. Okay. Put them on my bill. And hey, Kramer. Yes? Fill my lighter, will you? I already filled your lighter. Yeah, but that was my pocket lighter. This one's off our coffee table. <laughs> Snap it up, will you, Kramer? Because i got to get back to work. All right. That's it. You had to have a drugstore, Kramer. Why didn't you stay in the veterinary business like you started to? If you're going to deal with a jackass anyhow, you might as well do so. What was that he was saying, dearie? He said he'd fill it. I hope he hurries, too, on account of... Oh, hi, Latrivia. Oh, well, hello, Mr. Mayor. Nice to see you, Molly. Hello, McGee. What brings you down here, Latrivia? A squad car? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. Oh. My own car is in the shop today, so I've been using a city car with a police chauffeur. I guess you're pretty busy these days, Mr. Mayor. Oh, extremely so, Molly. Meetings with the city council, paving contracts to study, setting up a new budget for the year. I've just been on a merry-go-round all day. Well, that's a heck of a way to run the city hall, boy. That's all I can say. I, I beg your pardon, McGee? Spending all day on a merry-go-round. Yeah, all the... Which one do you go to, Mr. Mayor? The one down on Oak Street or the uh, no, one... No, that... oh, no, 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 just a minute. Please, please. I didn't mean... No wonder I, that I... budget of yours makes the taxpayers dizzy. If you make it out riding around on a merry-go-round all day, boy. I don't make anything out on a merry-go-round. Huh? Look, all I meant is that I've been terribly busy today. I've just been going around in circles. Well, of course you go around in circles on a merry-go-round, oh. Mr. Mayor. If you find a merry-go-round that goes up and down... 
That's a Ferris wheel. <laughs> Certainly. And if you think you can run this town from the top of a Ferris wheel, that's the worst political mess I ever heard of in all I the... didn't say anything about a Ferris wheel. Who said anything Mr. about Mayor. Ferris wheel? Mr. Mayor, does the city council know about this? Does the council know how you spend your day? Well, of course they do. The entire council has been with me all morning. Uh, now, look. Oh, I... boy, that does it. <laughs> hold that rather true, riding the horses on the merry-go-round. Probably all dressed up in hop-along Cassidy suits with cat pistols and... I don't get dressed up in cap-along Hossidy suits. Dressed up in wrap-along Cassidy suits. Cassidy suits. Suits. Look, when I said I'd been out of Barry Go Down and Jericho Brown, Go Brown, hold down, I didn't take the county sitzel on the wherries feel at all. Or the sample sitzel on the wherries pistol, snitzel. You were the one that... I was just... I didn't... I was... McGee? Yes, boy, I'd like to hear your explanation, but I got no time. I got to get home and mail out a bill. Our car's right out in front here. Oh, is that your car out there? The Uh one with Wilcox sitting right beside it? Yep. Oh, he's still sitting there, McGee. Oh? There's a man in a blue suit talking to him. That's, uh, that's my driver, Sergeant Breen. Oh? Mr. Wilcox is shaking his head. Oh? The officer has a book out. Oh? <laughs> Mr. Wilcox shrugs. Oh? He gets up. He walks away. Hey. Hey, what was he sitting on out there anyhow? A fire hydrant. <laughs> Well, it must have been pretty uncomfortable. What? We parked next to a hydrant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, officer, just a minute. Don't write that ticket. I'm a friend of the mayor. Hey, Green. The King's Men and Marshmallow Moon.
sweetheart. I'm just happy to get home and sit down for a minute. What does the uh, citation say again? It says violation of Ord 4927, which translated means be at the police court tomorrow morning with ten bucks in my hand. Oh, dear. Well, sit down, relax. Ah. You can start mailing that envelope again tomorrow. Relax my clavicle. This thing has got my back up, kiddo. I'm going to address this letter and get this check mailed if it's the last thing I ever do. Well, now you can do it, sweetheart. I know you can. Mother has confidence in you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Give me an envelope. Here. Let's see, George. There. Finally got it addressed. At last. Give me a stamp. Quick, while I'm hot. Stamp right there in the little box. Oh, I used all the stamps in that box. D- don't tell me we're all out. Back the car out. Oh. <laughs> Molly, I can't afford another trip in that car. Skip it. You mean we can stay home? No, sir. We can't stay home. Grab your hat. We'll take a streetcar down to Kramer's. Oh, Bye, no. George. <laughs> We don't have to worry where we park this car, dearie. No, personally, I'd park this thing in the middle of Dugan's Lake. Of all the clanking, flat-wheeled rides. Oh, please listen me next. Oh, please ring a dose of prosopran. Anyone out for dose of prosopran? What did he say? That's Oak Street. Oh, for goodness sakes. Look who's coming up the aisle. Dr. Gamble. Hiya, Molly. Hello, mule mouth. I thought I heard you sounding off back here. Hi, Lancelot. I'd ask you to sit down with us, but I'm scared you'd do it. I will, too. I'm a big, strong fellow. I can stand you for three blocks. <laughs> what brings you downtown, Molly? Shopping? No, himself here is mailing out the checks for our monthly bills, Doctor. Oh, no. Don't tell me he's paying off at last. Yep. I figure a man's credit. Oh, come on, Travis, next. Oh, come on, Travis. Connection with Neva Travis. Oh, please, please. I figure a man's credit is his greatest asset, Doctor. I have drawn checks today for all my honest debts, and I shall not rest until the last one is mailed. Well, this is exciting. I'll rush right back to the office and wait for the mailman, and thank you, honest John. <laughs> I didn't make a check out for you, Fatso, so just relax. What? What about that $10 you owe me since November for curing that bad cold you had? I said my honest debts. I ain't gonna pay that one, boy. Oh, blackmail, huh? Call it what you will. If I don't cancel it, you'll tell all the citizens of Whistful Vista that I saved your life and they'll run me out of town. Nope. I ain't going to pay you on account of it was your fault. I got the cold in the first place. Oh, McGee, how could it be the doctor's fault? Because what gimme that cold was, I got caught in the rain coming home. Well? If I'd have got home five minutes earlier, I wouldn't have got caught in the rain. Go on. And the reason I didn't get home five minutes earlier was because I ducked into Walt's small shop and had a cup of coffee. Continue. And the reason I ducked into Walt's small shop was because I saw you coming down Oak Street and I didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> My cold was your fault, and I ain't going to pay it. I see. Well, I'd better get off this car before you expect free treatment for the knot on your head, too. I haven't got a knot on my head. You will have if I stay. Hey, Molly, this is our stop. Hurry, dearie. Come on, come yeah. on. Okay. 
Goflasmic, all out for Goflasmic, nip car. Watch it, Molly. Give me your hand. What's up, please? It's the first part of touch company, eh, boy? <laughs> Goodness, I'll be so glad to see you get that letter stamped and mailed and get it yes, away. Yes, sir. I'm closing in on it, Tootsie. Well, hi, Kramer. It's me again. I'm out of liar fluid. Liar <laughs> <laughs> fluid I don't need. I come to my <laughs> Fine. What do you want? A three-cent stamp. What? Oh, for the... Uh, here. Three cents. Charge it. Thank you. Anything else I can do for you? Yeah, yeah. One more thing. Stick out your tongue, will you, Crown? Oh, McGee, lick it yourself. <laughs> ah, that does it. I finally got this check ready to mail. I told you I could do it. Quick, to the mailbox. Right out here. Hang on to it. I got it. I got it. Shop again. Ah, there, that's it. Oh, I... at last the check is on its way. Yeah, when I start something, I stay with it, kiddo. I follow through. My goodness, for all the time this thing took, you could have probably delivered that one in person. Yeah, I probably could. I never thought of that. <laughs> Who did the check go to, anyway? Kramer's Drugstore. <laughs> oh, come on, let's grab a streetcar and get out. Fibber and Molly return in a moment. You know, it seems to me that mothers get smarter and smarter all the time. For instance, in the old days, when it came time to wean the baby, some mothers would switch to ordinary bottled milk. They had a time of it, too, because the baby was used to pet evaporated milk. And he had some pretty definite ways of telling mom that he didn't like any change in diet. Well, these days, mothers don't have that trouble at weaning time. They just keep baby on pet milk, and everything's rosy. Baby liked pet milk in the bottle, he likes it in the glass. And even more important, the very same protective substances in pet evaporated milk that help babies build sound teeth, strong straight bones, and make sturdy, steady growth helps youngsters through all their growing years. Yes, it's getting so in happy homes throughout the country. Youngsters have safe, easy-to-digest pet milk from the time they're born till they have pet milk babies of their own. Which is probably one reason why there are more happy, healthy youngsters today than ever before. while to do it, dearie, but it's nice to have all our debts paid, huh? Yeah, but there'll be more. Don't worry. <laughs> Reminds me of a guy I knew back in Peoria. He always kept his monthly bills hid in the chandelier. <laughs> in the chandelier? Yeah. He finally had to move, though. He, he couldn't stand having a bunch of bills hanging over his head. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? A bunch of bills. Ain't funny, McGee. Huh. <laughs> well, I can't keep up this pace all night. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fiddle McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Every Saturday morning on the Pet Milk program, Mary Lee Taylor brings you the story of the week about modern marriage. The story next Saturday morning concerns one of those well-known triangles, two men and a woman. And the woman is young wife Sally Carter. Don't miss this dramatic story of the week. On the same show, you'll hear Mary Lee Taylor's pet milk recipe of the week for Valentine cookies. Delicious, easy to make, low in cost. 
Remember, for top-notch entertainment and helpful service, set your dial for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor next Saturday morning on NBC. Now, Eddie Cantor on NBC.